Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the beauty of a new day. We ask for your words may be life to our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Today we'll be looking at power over sin. Power over sin. This, I believe, is a powerful message to every one of us. The text is from Galatians chapter 3, verse 20 to 26. Galatians chapter 3, verse 20 to 26. I read from the King James Version. Now, a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. Is it the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily, Righteousness would have been by the law. But the scripture had concluded all under sin that the promise of faith, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, they were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. For after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. What a powerful scripture. May God bless the reading of his word and the understanding thereof. In Jesus' name. Amen. The memory verse is for Matthew chapter 26, verse 28. Matthew chapter 26, verse 28. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. For this is my blood of the New Testament which is shared for many for the remission of sin. The summary of salvation from sin is in Christ Jesus. Many Christians think that the law, that is, the Old Testament, is no longer of any effect. And because of that, they behave carelessly, claiming that because they are born again, grace covers all their sin. Ah, Paul clarifies this in our texts when he says, Before faith came, we are kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. The law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. 
but you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Do you see here that the old covenant, the law, protected people from temporary death, temporary poverty, all forms of suffering and bondage, but the new law comes to give eternal deliverance. The old law was a schoolmaster to show us the way to Christ. Is the old law invalid? No. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The Lord Jesus was made manifest so that salvation will come to everybody. Remember Matthew chapter 26 verse 28 that says the blood of the New Testament, the blood of Jesus was shed for the remission of sin. Do you know that your ability to overcome sin is proof that you are a child of God? A friend once said that speaking in tongues is not the proof that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. No. The true proof that you are filled with the Holy Spirit is your inability to sin. You realize that 1 John chapter 3, verse 9 says, Whoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed, the seed of God, remains in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. Are you a child of God? If you say you are a child of God, you have power over sin. That is the question. We are quick to claim ourselves as children of God, but the true proof of our sonship is in our inability to sin. If you still wallow in sin, you remain in the old dispensation. And you remember what the law says about those that sin. For the wages of sin is death. The law will prove itself as a schoolmaster if you continue to wallow in sin. When you switch from being under the law, being under sin, to being under grace. When you get to that point where sin no longer have, has dominion over your mortal body, then you can receive eternal life. This is a continuous process. If you remain in sin, the letter of the law will punish you both now and in the afterlife. What exactly is the difference between the law 
and grace. The superiority of the new covenant of grace over the old covenant of the law is that the law puts constraints. The law sets up barriers for you so that you prevent sin. It is the law that tells you that do not do this or this will happen. The law sets up barriers to make sure that you do not sin. And if you break the law, you are punished severely. But you know what grace does? Grace gives you power over sin. Grace puts you at a higher pedestal than sin so that you know sin even before it shows up. So that sin is visible to you from a distance. And you are able to, by yourself, not with stress, not with, not with struggle, stay away from sin. And you are able to flee when the need arises. You are not chained or bound by the desires of the flesh. You are not controlled by the desires of sinful nature. The pride of life, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, no longer has power over you, but you have power over it. Romans chapter 6 verse 14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Grace is a powerful thing. Grace is the most powerful virtue we have received from heaven. Grace is the best experience you can have. The power of grace. Grace that came because Jesus died. But you know that grace will work. Only if you accept it. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Do you expect that because grace is available freely, that because Jesus Christ has died, that because you have accepted him as Lord and Savior, you should go back to sin? No. Scripture says, God forbid. How can we that are dead to sin still live in sin? No. There's a caution. You cannot remain in sin. You cannot receive power over sin and by yourself walk into sin. That is an anomaly. It's like a dog going back to his vomit. It is disgusting. I pray for you today that as you have received power over sin, you will not go back. In the name of Jesus. In summary, 
you do not have any excuse to abide in sin. You have no excuse. Romans chapter 2 verse 1 says, Man, you are inexcusable. You realize that everybody, everybody has the opportunity, the exact same level playing field to accept Christ. If you have not given your life to Christ, this message comes that there is a possibility to have power over sin. If you have given your life to Christ, this message comes that you already have power over sin and you need to begin to implement this power. You need to be able to show this power that you have and stand and overcome temptation. Children of God, you have power over sin. If you do not have power over sin, it is time to tap into the power of the new covenant to overcome sin. It is time to surrender your life, your soul, your spirit, your body, your future, your destiny, to surrender everything to the one that is able to give you power over sin. Whom Paul said, I try, I try, but I fail to do that which is good. It does not matter how many times you have tried to overcome. What matters is when you decide to surrender to He that is able to give you the power to overcome. Say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you because you have given me this opportunity to receive you, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. I receive this opportunity. I take this chance and I receive you, Jesus, as Lord and personal Savior. I confess all my sins to you. I admit that I am a sinner. I admit that I need your help. I surrender my life, my all to you, Jesus. Help me overcome sin. I cannot do it by myself. I receive power. Power to become a child of God. Power to overcome sin. The power that is resident in the grace of our Lord Jesus. I am born again. I am a child of God. In the name of Jesus. Wow. Congratulations. This day, you are a child of God. Rejoice, because heaven is rejoicing with you. Pick up your Bible. Go get a Bible. Study it with passion. Study this scripture. Pray with all your heart. Rejoice. Worship the Lord Most High. And I'm sure that as you continue to do this, study, pray, Learn, give thanks, continue this cycle. Your life will continue to be a sign and a wonder. If you do not have a church you're going, please get yourself attached to a Bible-believing congregation. Anywhere, online. It's time to stop those friends that you've always kept. 
It's time to adopt new friendships. Get yourself, get, get, get yourself attached to people that will grow your faith. It's very important, very key. And I'm certain that the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. God bless you. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.